This is Natalie Vecchione, the host of FASD Hope, and you're listening to Moments of Grace with Dr. A. Jerome Butler. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. Ah, beautiful day today. Sun is out. It's shining. In, in all of God's wonder and all of his glory, I like to call him Abba, which means father. In all of his wonder and glory, he wraps his arms around those he loves. And he gives us new seasons. You know, the, the birds are chirping and the blooms are blossoming and, and all of that that comes with the new season. Unfortunately, we've also had some tragedy in the last seven days, uh, depending on when you listen to this podcast. In our nation, we've had seven mass shootings in the last seven days. Someone asked a question, where is God in all of this? <sighs> the reality is we are free will, free moral agents. Whether I shake your hand or slap my face, he's left that up to me. He's left us to not only enjoy his beauty and his wonder, He's also left us how we should treat one another. Jesus said the poor will be with you always so that lets us know that God is aware. He's aware of our pain. But then I love the scripture that tells us he also gives us beauty for ashes. My guest today can attest to the grace and mercy and love of God. Um, Orsica Yulia, who is a certified Canfield Success Principal Trainer. She is also the proud parent of daughters and a sister, sisters of Hungarian refugees. So she loves on people, helps people to heal. And so uh, we would love to welcome Orsica here with us on Moments of Grace. Welcome, Orsica. Thank you so much. It's just such an honor and blessing to be here with you today. Thank you. Well, it is a blessing to have you here with us. Uh, share with the audience a little bit more about yourself. We, we covered some, but uh, no one else knows themselves better than themselves. So, a True statement, sir. I am the daughter of Hungarian refugees. Um, my brother and sister were born overseas and my parents came over many, many years ago. And I have two daughters and a son and I am a domestic violence survivor. And through my Canfield training, once I completed that training, I definitely prayed and meditated about what do I do with this? You know, I, I have these gifts wrapped in sandpaper through the domestic violence. And now I have this great training. What do I do? How can I best serve his people? Right. And it just came very clear to me one day. He said, go help those who need the healing. Like I helped you heal mm-hmm. through your domestic violence. And so I answered his calling and here I am guiding others to living truly the life that God designed for them. Got you. And so you, you um, 
actually are not walking a path. Um, you're, you're not holding their hands, walking a path you haven't walked yourself. Correct. Absolutely correct. You mind sharing with us um, how the process began? You know, you, you know, we don't, and again, we don't want to stir up any pain or anything. That's that's not our purpose. Um, but share with us how God led you to that point to know, because all of us have a a purpose, and I, and I always I always say that um, we all think that we're so wonderful and so you know so elated and and just so wonderful that God would create us. But God, in my studies and what I teach, is that the one thing God really is concerned about is the purpose he has in us. Yes. We're just along for the ride. <laughs> yes. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> you know, so when he keeps us from the car wreck and from death and all these other things, it's, it's not because we're so beautiful or wonderful or such, such great people It's because there's a purpose in us that he needs here on the earth to solve a problem. So how did that process begin for Orsica to uh, find her purpose to solve a problem that is with humanity. You know, sometimes the purpose comes out of of being in that dark, lonely, shame-filled, guilt guilt-filled is for me to say place. Sometimes we have to go through those dark trenches to really hone into. A, a purpose in a life greater than our own. And by no means do I think that I was ever selfish throughout my life. Um, but I realize now that I went through that domestic violence and there's no hard feelings. And you can truly and honestly ask me anything you'd like about that, uh, if that's what helps your audience. Um, there's been so much forgiveness through that process, but yeah, absolutely, yes, praise God. But um, yeah, I realized my purpose once I was out of it and once I allowed myself to be real, once I stopped living in survival mode, because honestly, for five years out of my situation, um, I was in survival mode and I just literally lived. Like I, there was no, there was nothing extra in my life. There wasn't much joy. I went to church that brought me joy, that brought me peace, that brought me forgiveness. But there wasn't like, oh my gosh, I get to do something amazing with this horrible thing that I you know, went through with my own choice, right? I right. put myself in that situation. I didn't know at the beginning of it that it was gonna be a domestic violence of marriage, right. of course, but I willingly went into that relationship. So yeah, I, um, and then I got real with myself and I got trained with Canfield, with Jack Canfield. And I just, I was like, what do I, what's, what am I supposed to do, Lord? How am I supposed to serve your people best? And that's, that's what led me to where I am today. Wonderful. Wonderful. And, and how was the, uh, how was the training? Was it, was it intense? Was it at, were you at a, was there any point where you had to and, and and I hear you, my sister. Let me say let me say something. I think we're probably about the same age. Um, you have nothing to apologize for, and you know that you don't have anything Absolutely. to apologize for. You Absolutely. you you love somebody. You you know we go into marriages 
um, uh, blind and we're trying to become one with someone that uh, is rejecting everything, the oneness. <clears throat> and so we have nothing to apologize. I'm saying we have, I'm a divorcee myself. I'm, I'm remarried. Understood. I have, I have married uh, an amazing woman. I tell her all the time, you know, I wish I had met you first, but that was not God's plan. Right. Uh, <laughs> You know, so, but, but, the, but the reality is, you know, what came before her, the pain that came before her um, was by my own making, but again, uh, is by God's plan as well, because without that, Orsica couldn't be, wouldn't be doing what she's doing now. It, it's odd how we're led to uh, the Red Sea. And, yes. and it's, how, it's, it's, it's odd the things that pursue us <laughs> to bring us to the Red Sea. Yes. We're trusting him, but we're on the edge and we're still waiting on it to open up. And so it opened up for you um, with, with Canfield. So take us through that process because um, did you have to come to some realities within yourself? Uh, how was the training? I'd love to find out about it. Absolutely. So the whole Canfield uh, journey was actually, again, you know, God just has his hands in, in everything, whether we want him there or not, he has his hands in everything. That's so so <laughs> about five years ago, I was listening to a lady, a transformational speaker, and she mentioned that she was certified with Jack Canfield. And I grew up with Jack with, you know, the chicken soup for the soul right. books right. throughout my house. And right. I knew who he was. And, you know, my buddy Jack is how I refer to him as. And um, and I prayed. I was like, am I supposed to do this? And God said, yes, but not now. It's like, all right, cool. Mm. So then a year <laughs> after that, like, okay, I can take that answer. Right. A year right. after that, uh, Jack came up again and the training came up again. And I was like, hey, Lord. Um, how about this Jack thing? And he's like, no, not right now. I was like, okay, cool. So then third time's a charm. Uh, two years ago in June, I went to one of Jack's events and I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there and Jack has one of his success principles is ask, ask, ask. And if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And I've always told that to my children raising them. And I still say do. That as again I, for me. I don't mean to stop you, but yeah. say that again, please. No, it's okay. <laughs> please say if that again. <laughs> if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Wow. And I, I just, that, that just, that hit me like a ton of bricks. I mean, it's the <laughs> truth, but you never think yes. about it. The answer is already no. It's already no. Wow. Right. And, wow. and it was such a resounding thing with me because I'm like, shucks, that's how I've been raising my children. Like, you know how kids are. I don't know. Do you have children? Of course. Yes. Okay. Yes. So they'll, they'll sit there and they'll be kind of squeamish and they're like, Hey mom, um, can I, and no, never mind. You know, right. that, you know, that whole process exactly. at whatever right. age, right? right? Let it be two, let it be 22, whatever exactly. the age is. Exactly. And you look at them and you go, just ask. And mm. I've always told them ask, otherwise the answer is no. And so Jack says this, you know, ask, ask, ask. It's one of his, his success principles. And I said, Lord, is it time now? And he said, yes. And so that was June 30th of 19. In August, I signed up for his training. In August, I had a lump from my breast removed. Everything's good, just for the record. Um, and in September, and <laughs> silly me, I thought that while I was recovering from that, I could go ahead and 
or at least begin this training when in reality I was working as well. So it was time to heal my body. It wasn't time to work on, on my, my other things. Right. And right. so in September, like uh, mid September, I would say, cause surgery was August 29th ish, um, 28th, 29th. So mid September, three weeks later, I started my training and my goal was to have it completed by my birthday, which was within the first week of December. And I had it done by December. So I just went full force because I'm definitely one to just, um, if there's a plan and if there's a goal and if there's a mission and a passion and a purpose, then I will go. Feet like, first. <laughs> at, like I am flying to that mission and that passion and that gotcha. purpose and that goal. Yes, it's just who I am. And so within three months, I cruised through the training. Wow. It was such a God intervening existence i have i have people in the facebook group because of course there's a facebook group for it that struggle with it and it was not a struggle because i knew in the depths of my soul i knew that god was using me and allowing me this training and the way it all came about it came about was so serendipitous that i knew that this is what i'm supposed to do wow. i didn't know in what capacity but i knew that right. this is this was right. So was it easy? No, because it's training, right? And you're of learning course. to exercise right. your brain and, right. and, and think differently. Right. Yes, right. yes. But it was so effortless, if that makes sense. Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, Orsica, I'd like for us to take a, a small break. And when we come back, I want to talk about um, your your book, uh, 52 Fine finding gifts while uh, sinking in quicksand uh, when we come back and some of your blogs and some other things that you're doing. Um, I love talking with, with, uh, with believers, other disciples. Uh, so uh, this is a, a joy for me because I talk with people across all spectrums, uh, whether they're saved or not. Um, no criticism. Of course, we, we are in a place of, of uh, resounding love for everybody. But it's always good to hear people share their faith. Um, so thank you so much for being here with us. And we're going to take a small break, okay? Okay. All right, wonderful. We are speaking with Orsica uh, Yulia, who is uh, a descendant of, of Hungarian refugees. And um, she, is the, she is a dynamic mother, speaker. And you hear a passion for God. Um, one thing that she said was, if you don't ask, the answer is no. I, I've, I've got to use that. You know, <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know, if you hear that again, you know where it came from, you know which interview it came from, because I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. And sometimes, sometimes, regardless of how you feel, regardless of how antsy you are about it, we've got to ask, like I said earlier, Abba, our Father when you respect him and love him the way that we do, you know, sometimes you don't want to hear no, but if you don't ask, the answer is already no. And when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Orsica and we're going to talk about her book and also this, this wonderful, we're going to call it ministry that she's doing, helping abused people out of the worst situations in their life. We'll be right back. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler. We'll be right back in a few moments. Mm -hmm. 
There is an estimated half a million men, women, and children that are homeless in our country in this great nation each night. Statistics show the number one reason for homelessness is affordable housing. Dr. Butler and his family have started the Grace Project. It is a plan to build clean, affordable homes that will help get these families off of the street. They would love for you to partner with them by donating to this show where 100% of the proceeds will go to the Grace Project. When you partner with the Grace Project in any dollar amount, you will receive Dr. Butler's latest book. To give, please go to momentspod.com or anchor.fm forward slash moments of grace and hit support. Thank you in advance from the Grace Project. Have you ever wanted to learn how to trade in the stock market, maybe for an exchange or even how to buy investment property? Check out this company that is teaching beginners how to become winners in the markets. It is TradeAcademyPro.com. Again, TradeAcademyPro.com. And we're back and we're talking with uh, Orsica Yulia. I'm sure I've messed up her name, Yulia. <laughs> is that right, Orsica? <laughs> I mean, the Yulia part is correct. The Orsica part, Orsica. we'll work on it. Orsica, okay. we'll work on Orsica. Okay. I, I, I told you earlier in the green room, I love that, but I love it even more with the Orsica. <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's totally okay, brother. It's totally okay. <laughs> well, like I said, we want to honor your name. Someone loved you enough to give you um a traditional name i guess your name is is from Hung, hungarian de- uh, descendants i would it imagine is. it sounds it that and uh it's such a, a beautiful name so i don't want to mess it up i want to honor it because somebody loved you enough to give you um give you that name something that was going to stay with you and empower you for the rest of your life and so we just want to honor it so so we're so happy to have you back with us and you know before the break you were, were sharing with us how you uh, got your certification and and uh, you know some of the some of the challenges and and that you you went through and how it's brought you how God has brought you to this place of um, being a sojourner uh, being a Moses for people leading them out of uh, abused relationships um, a path that you walked yourself with with being the a mother of of children, um, are, you have boys or girls or a mixture or? I have two girls and one boy. Two girls. Yes. What, as a mother, and this this is off topic. So, as a mother, um, what do you, what are you telling your kids, or what do you tell your kids about the, um, and they're they're adults, I would imagine, or near adults. Twenty one, nineteen, and thirteen. 20, okay, what do you tell them about the, the because uh, abuse doesn't just stop. You know, um, these relationships, um, have you shared with them how to recognize um, an abusive person? Because you've lived it. You, you saw this. You saw the signs maybe before or maybe after. I don't know. But have you shared with them 
uh, those warning signs. Those red flags, I sure yeah. have. And yeah. I giggle, not because this is a funny topic, but it's just such an important topic and it's just truly my passion coming out in giggle form. It sounds goofy, That's but fine. truly. No, you're fine. Uh, Yes, I have. And my daughter, so this, we've been free for 10 years. So my daughters were 11 and nine and they remember it. You know, they were in that impressionable age where they remember what happened. Um, and we, our situation wasn't the, the worst that you hear about, you know, the, the knocking me out in front of my children, the pulling my hair. Not, it wasn't that. It was much more of the emotional, mental, um, psychological abuse. And then the physical began. And that's when I said, peace out. There's no way I'm going to do this, especially with two coming-of-age girls. Who right. knows what he's going to do to his stepchildren right. if he's real, willing to be this way with me. And so, yes, back to the question. I have spoken to them. They were old enough to remember, you know, the, the behaviors. But we definitely have open enough conversations at the level that their maturity is at that point in their life. So I'm going to speak to my, my 21 year old much more differently now than I did back then when she was 12. Right. right? That's, I mean, that's just kind of a given that's respecting your child above everything else. Mm -hmm. And my son was also abused by his father Sorry. and he, thank you. Um, and he remembers some of it, but again, through the Lord and through forgiveness, like we both have forgiven and thankfully he's forgotten some of it. And some people could say, oh, he suppressed it, but no, he's genuinely through God's healing and his forgiveness has forgotten the worst of it. And so I speak to him, um, not necessarily about our specific abuse situation, but when we see people out in public or when we even, let's be honest, even when we see people in church who are not behaving as God's right. arms and feet, right. feet and body, because we know that there are people in church who show up to check the boxes, not to, right. you know, be God's arms and feet and body. Um, so even in church, when there are people who, there are red flags I can share with my son. Gotcha. And we definitely. Do. You know, there's definitely moments where I'm like, did you see how that person behaved? And, you know, these words that were spoken and these are not of God. These are, you know, red flags. And so it's definitely a um, teachable moments when they're when they're presented to us, for sure. Right. Right. And 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 if if people have listened to me anytime and I'm, I'm quite open with my quite open with my audience, I'm quite open with my with my wife and my children, I was on the other side of that, uh, Osaka. I was the abuser um, when I was in the military. Um, you know, um, was an alcoholic. I, I, I give no excuse for the behavior. I give no excuse. All I can say is I thank God right. for the right. the opportunity of, of uh, forgiveness. You know, uh, at least she says she's mm -hmm. forgiven me, and and the opportunity to. Um, change lives as I move forward. Absolutely. I, I can't, can't go back, uh, take back, you know, anything that I did uh, psychologically, if, uh, physically or anything. I can't do right. anything about that. Um, so, so that's why when I have someone on the show that has gone through that, um, always in tears. And I am now because no one deserves that kind of pain. And I, I'm, I'm always amazed, I, you know, I always want to go back. I don't know if you remember Schindler, Schindler's List. 
Oh, yes, one of my favorites. Where Morgan Freeman, when they asked him what he would do different. Was it Schindler's? No, 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 no. Shawshank Redemption. Shank Redemption. Shawshank I knew exactly Redemption. which right, movie. Right. Yes. <laughs> and he says he would go back and talk with that 19-year-old. So that's me. I would go back and literally shake that 25-year-old Buck Sergeant, probably shake his brains out, let him know. <laughs> guy you know you're getting ready to lose your family you're, you're getting ready to take go down a, a very very dark place because because this is the reality also uh, my dear friend you you went down a dark place with your your ex-husband but at the same time whether he knew it or not he was going down a dark place as well absolutely and it's a it's a hole that i'm going to do a show on and i'm going to have to like i said i talked with a lot of people that have been abused but i'm going to have to do a show um about the hole that we're in. Absolutely. Um, the pain that you must be in to put that kind of pain on someone you say you love. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I wanna thank you for your work and, and thank you for sharing. Um, I'd like to shift gears if we could. Um, mm -hmm. Tell us about this book, because I understand you're a blogger, you're a motivational speaker, but you've, you've also written a book. So uh, share share with us uh, kind of some high points uh, about your book. And I always ask my authors, at the end of reading your book, what do you want people to walk away from uh, after reading your book? Okay, let's start with that one, because that's a fabulous question. So again, the book name is 52, Finding Gifts While Sinking in Quicksand, and I did have to use a uh, pen name okay. so that I, you know, so just to keep everybody safe, even though I didn't use names, I just used I pronouns and I changed locations, but all of that being said, I still, it was still suggested that I use a pen name. But if you go on Amazon or wherever, um, Barnes and Noble and put in 52 Finding Gifts While Thinking in Quicksand, that is actually my book. And what I would like people to get out of the book after they're done reading it is to Okay, so for the believers, because there's two two different dichotomies to this, gotcha. for the believers to understand that whether we want him there or not, God is always holding our hand and oh, he's, Come on. he's Come always on. loving us. He's always, always going to be there for us in the depths of the trenches, in the quicksand, in the sunshine. He is there, always faithful, always showing us grace that we do not deserve, always knowing that we are worthy even when we don't feel worthy. So that's for the believers, right. for the non-believers. I would like for this book or for the reader to get from this book that there is weather column, God, and I pray that everybody finds their truth, but just to know that there's hope and they are worthy of the kind of love that is offered. Right. That's, and, and it doesn't matter what you've been through because this book is 52 different stories of my life from literally beginning to current time of things that have happened, some good, some not so good, and how God has always been there and how he's always shown up and just loved me through it and guided me through it despite myself, you know, <laughs> in spite of myself, he was always there and he was always just he was faithful and continues to be every day, every minute. And, and that's what he does. And, and like I said, it doesn't, the beautiful part um, about our relationship, and this is what I love about, about God. Um, he, he's not concerned about 
um, where we came from. Um, not concerned about where we think, and I'm going to say it again, where we think we're going. Um, but he's always in the moment, keeping in mind he is the Alpha and Omega. So he's, he's already knows the beginning before it even, he already knows the end before it begins. Um, but this beautiful journey that he puts us on, he gives us an opportunity to realize that we all deserve love and we all deserve his mercy. Um, and you, you know, your 52 stories that you have, and, and as you were talking, I could just hear memoirs, um, these stories that you're sharing uh, with, within your book, within those pages of, of your book, is your journey with God. And then, and then um, your place of love, because he's given you three wonderful kids that you love and that they love you and has also given you mercy because he brought you out of a very horrific situation. And so uh, I, can, I can feel the spirit as you were talking about what you expect readers to get out of your book. I could feel, feel the spirit. Share with us if you don't mind, we've got just a few more minutes, maybe one of the, one of the highlights in, in one of those 52 stories you'd like to, to share maybe as, a, maybe as a, a vignette of encouragement to the audience. Well, I think my most down in the trenches chapter is called In the Eye of the Storm. Okay. And it, it talks about being the and it talks about um, how God got me out of that, right? And uh, I think one of my, honestly, one of my favorite stories, I'm sitting here looking at the table of contents, and I'm like, what can I share with your audience? But one of my absolute favorite stories, because there's so many good ones, and I'm not just oh, saying that because it's all right, of them, right? Of them, right. And I'm not there just saying go. that because I might be a little bit biased. I'm saying that because truly, like, I look at this book as though it's not mine, I because it's not mine. This was right. definitely God's work. I just happen to be the vessel. Gotcha. Um, but one of the stories that I love sharing, and my son's in the same room with me right now, and he's probably sick and tired of hearing this story, but there was a point in our life when we moved from one state to another, and we moved in with my brother for seven months. And when we moved out of that, I got a job as a preschool teacher, and I quit that job to take a job at a church. And there was three weeks in between there that for some reason, like the preschool teaching job, they had a hiccup in their system, so I wasn't getting paid. And then the way it fell with the new job is I wasn't going to get paid for three weeks. So there was a three week stretch in there that I literally had $11 to feed four wow. people wow. to buy gas miles in each direction. So that's a 30 mile trip each day to the new job and to pay for um, food and to pay for insurance and to pay for gas. I had $11 in my checking account. That's wow. it. There wasn't pennies to be found somewhere there. I mean, it was $11. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was like, God, I, I mean, this is you. Like, mm. I, nope, there's, you, you know, you can't, how is that saying go? You can't get blood out of a turnip. Is that right. how it goes? Exactly. Right. Exactly. And there was no blood because there was no turnip. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> and so I prayed about it. And he said, ask this particular organization, St. Vincent de Paul. He said, ask them for help. And within 48 hours of the interview, I ended up with $350 to go wow. towards gas and to go towards food. And they paid my $362 insurance bill to cover my insurance for the next six months. Wow. And 
I mean, if miracles, if you don't believe in miracles, yeah, then nobody but God. Exactly. <laughs> you know exactly. That's it. Nobody but God. Wow. Well, that's that's my wow, Lord. You are beyond anything that we can comprehend. Story. Well, you you were definitely uh, we, we say um, two fish and five loaves of bread. You 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 only had the bones after, and the crumb. There's no meat on this bone. <laughs> we don't even have, and someone threw the crumbs in the, in, in the sand. So no, so. in that quicksand that go. I was drowning in. Yes, there you go. There you go. And, and he is faithful and just. And uh, what what the what the word says that never seen. The righteous forsaking or his seed or his seed or his seed begging bread. And so thank you so much, um, you. Oshaka, for Perfect. being with us. Did I get it right that time? <laughs> you did. I'm so Amen, proud of myself. Awesome. I'm, about I'm to, proud of you too. <laughs> I'm about to break my hand, my arm off, trying to pat myself on the back here. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> it has been such a pleasure to have you here with us. And and uh, I, I want to leave an open invitation, you know, after we get past COVID and you're back on the road, motivate, doing your motivational speaking and, and writing books and all, I'd like to leave you an open invitation in Moments of Grace. We really have enjoyed having you here with us. Thank you, brother. I've enjoyed this thoroughly as well. Wonderful. One of my favorite podcasts. Thank oh, you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, with that said, since you since you said that so graciously and nice, I, I won't ask for a check, but what I will ask you for is your contact information for our, our uh, audience. Absolutely. So you can find me at out of, out of the quicksand.com. That's the name of my business um, because I was in it and I want to help others get out of it. So out of the quicksand.com. Pretty easy. Wonderful. Any Facebook groups or Instagram or everything is, is funneled through there? Uh, everything is funneled through there. Yes, sir. Wonderful. And, and so I know someone's dying to get your book. I know it's on Amazon. Any other outlets? It is on Westbo Press. And if you can hear my chicken laying eggs in the background, my apologies. I no chickens. <laughs> Westbo Press and, and Barnes and Noble as well. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, and thank that's you. all on my website as well. I got you. Thank you so much for being here with us on Moments of Grace. And, and we pray that you have a dear grace. Thank you. Have a blessed one. Wonderful. We have talked, we're, we're talking with Oshika uh, Yulia. Yulia. Yulia, is that correct, Yulia? It is correct, yes. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I have two for two. There I go. For two. There so I proud. Go. <laughs> we have really enjoyed our conversation with her. Um, please look her up. I, I, I don't think you can go wrong. You can hear in her spirit, and you can hear how much love she has for God. And you can hear her purpose of, of helping people out of some of the worst situations in their life. Um, check her out at outofthequicksand.com and, and also her book. These, these wonderful stories of when she was in the quicksand and how God pulled her out. Uh, I can guarantee you that uh, one of her story or several of her stories will resonate with your spirit and with your heart. And with that said, again, we thank you all so much for being here with us. We'll see you next time here on Moments of Grace. And remember, as we always say, uh, love God, love life. Keep the light on. We'll see you next time on Moments of Grace.